Ahoy, welcome to a brand new episode of Baffled. It's your favourite fact podcast. My name is Dan. Thank you for listening. Thank you for joining on this quest, a little search for facts. I have three things for you today. We will be finding out all about rock star feuds, about chimps in charge and strange things at sea. Mark is also here. What have you got? So last week I had a Pompeii fact and it went down so well. I've got another one. Uh, Also a tip for staying healthy and why I wish I was a hippo. Connor is also here. What you got? (laughs) It's probably one of the cheesiest openings that Mark's on. Oh, last week. (laughs) Oh, I love it. Anyway. Uh, Ancient Romans, bit of that. English words and the definitions. And something about a frog. Bit of that. Yeah, a bit of that. Something about a frog as well. Uh, I, I had a good pause because when you made a hippo, I didn't want to make any 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 sizes jokes post lockdown. Well, exactly. Stick around. It's a brand new episode of Baffled. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Now, I'd like to start this week's episode. Do you remember a few weeks ago we had this, this Rasputin fact? Do you remember yes, rah, rah, Rasputin. Do you remember this? He's the reason that we have all of the uh, legal words at the end mm. of films. So I thought this was because someone said that... I thought you said it was because someone wanted to be registered as the guy who killed him. Yeah, so basically the uh, the guy who killed Rasputin said, oh, no, I did it this way, your film is wrong, uh, and therefore tried to sue them, but then realised he couldn't because by doing that, he might get prosecuted for actually killing him. Well, here's the thing. There's a contention here. Because oh, here upon go. looking up facts for today, there's another Rasputin uh, jury case where the, the the reason that we have any resemblance to persons living or dead on films might be theoretical, might be fictional. Yeah. Because uh, there was a film about Rasputin where he is killed in it, yeah. but a character in it, a princess... The actual princess was very annoyed that she was much more beautiful than the actor that they portrayed her as. Ah. So I don't know. Basically, this Rasputin film just fucked off a lot of people. So that's what I'm saying. I don't know. I don't know if, if they're both true. If there's some like conflation here, it's just confused me. And I thought I would bring it up because if we are anything. We are a, a podcast that lives and dies by its facts, so we need to... You know. and, and we, if anything, we are not thorough, so it's probably good that later down the line we pick up these things. It's a good thing. Talking about uh, not thorough, Connor, give us your first fact of the show. The ancient Romans used to drop a piece of toast into their wine for good health, hence raise a toast. Absolutely not. No, not, not, not having, having it. it. No, not having it. Absolutely not. What are you not having? Because, there's, because I swear I've heard at least... 50 different explanations for why we say raise a toast. Stuff about armies. This one's from BuzzFeed, so I think this is probably... Historians guess that the toast most likely originated with the Greeks. That's what that's what Google tells me immediately. No. So Ancient straight away, not having Ancient it. Ancient moments. I think this one makes more sense because... Be the reason this one makes more sense is because bread and wine is a thing and putting bread into wine and eating the bread is a thing that people do. It's like a way of actually 
eating and drinking wine. Who, who, who does that? Who have you ever seen the that Italians does that? The Italians do it with pieces of bread. They drop it into their red wine and then eat the, eat the bread with the wine soaked into it. That is a real thing. This website says it came from ancient Georgia. There we go. There you go. So far, three, three different girl. answers. Yeah, three different answers. My one's the best one, and my one is the truth. Test me. I mean, I don't think you can just say mine's the best, therefore we're going with that one. Well, I don't think that's quite how facts work. Okay, well, the, the, the <laughs> that you're yahooing right now in the Mark fashion, what what are they saying then was the, the ancient Georgians reason for doing it then? I don't know. I didn't stay on it. Well, there we go. So that. I've actually got purpose here. Bread in wine, normality, for good health, makes sense. And then raising a toast. There we go. It makes sense. It all adds up. Now, look, I'm not saying it doesn't make sense, because it does. My my point is, I'm not believing any reasons for why toast exists, why we raise a toast, because I've just heard so many different explanations over the years of fact-finding. And I just, like, what do I believe? What do I believe? I think it's also, it's probably one of those of, like, there's probably, all of them probably have an element of truth to it. Hmm. That there's a reason that we raise our glasses, for example. That's probably one story. And then there's a reason why it's called a toast. That's probably another story. So there's probably an element of truth to all of them. And it's like diff- slightly different ways of doing it uh, and different ways of defining where a toast originated is probably why there's so many different stories. I think there's what ones you enjoy as well, you know, out of when, there, when there's so many avenues of a fact. What one do you enjoy the most? What one do you want to have as the reason? And I like this one. I, I like this reason. Which is true, but the problem is we can't decide what a fact is. It's like a fact isn't a fact because we like it. A fact is a fact because that's the truth. Mm. We're, on this podcast, we're trying to figure out the facts and we can't just be like, oh, I like this, so I'm going to decide that it's true. I do feel like there is too much ambiguity around this. This could be the facts. This is the thing. This was on a yeah. fact website. I mean, this it could a, be. This could be the fact. So, you know, there's a lot... Could also not be. Lots of the things we talk about are could be's. There's a lot of could be's in what we've discussed. A lot of could be's. I mean, some of the nonsense that we've covered. I think this is a pretty pretty secure could be. It, it kind of... Yeah. It has ground to be probably correct. My thing is, I'm, I'm wary as the podcast grows and grows and we get more listeners from all around the world, that we started the show with me slightly disproving one of Mark's earlier facts. You brought a fact and we've immediately said, nah, I'm not having it. I'm just I'm just sceptical that we are. We, we, we tread the line quite well between truth and possible and we're, we're kind of tipping over the line. That's my only conscious thing. I tell you what, I'd love to be a Toastmaster. I'd be a bloody great Toastmaster. Yeah. That would be a great job. I think you would you be would a good, good Toastmaster. Well. Thank you. I, I think you are just the right level of pompous. Because mm. you need to wear the you need to wear the outfit. Have you, have you seen this outfit? So if you're not, you know, if you're listening to this from further afield, you've never had a Toastmaster. A Toastmaster is someone you can employ for like your wedding or your official ceremony, something like that, to just be the announcer. Mm. And they wear this amazing like red uniform, and you you become. You're in like a guild of Toastmasters. There's like a club. Yeah. So you don't get hired individually. You like if you want one, you have to go to this club and then they give you one. And they're all amazing. I'd love to be a Toastmaster. Yeah, I think you'd be a good Toastmaster. You've got the perfect line between great guy and bellend. So you really do kind of... <laughs> and I'll tell you what, mate. Every Toastmaster I've met, there's been times when I've thought, bloody hell, this is a great guy. <laughs> and other times you're like, me, this guy's a dickhead. So I'll take it. Mark, what's your first fact of the show? In Pompeii brothels, you'd look at the pictures on the walls and point at the one you wanted. Now, <laughs> oh, all I'm saying... The minute you said Pompeii, I did not expect brothels to come after it, but <laughs> I enjoyed it. Right, so I know that there's been a lot of uh, reform in sexual working and sexual workers' rights. 
Yes. Would no surprise me if this still happens places. Mm. Yeah, so essentially language used to be an issue in Pompeii. So there was a red light district in Pompeii. So it uh, came a little bit before Amsterdam's. And people would go in and essentially there'd be paintings across all the walls and these would be the menu of what would be offered in that room. And you'd go in and if you couldn't speak the language, it's fine. You just pointed at what you wanted and uh, and that's how it worked. Uh, this is Pompeii? This is Pompeii, yes. This is about two millennia ago. So Pompeii is, is, near, is near ancient Rome. So you've got all these people who are smashed because they're... Eat loads been... of red wine bread. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, it's a it's a good way of running an illegal system, isn't it? By just having the pictures of them on the wall. It's discreet. It's quiet. There's well, this is the thing. I, do, I, I don't think it was illegal back in the day. So basically, men were allowed to have sex with other women yeah. as long as that woman wasn't someone's wife. Right. Okay. So that was the culture back in the day. We're talking like two millennia ago here, like a lot, a lot of years ago. So. You know, things were a little bit different. But yeah, men were basically allowed to have sex outside of their own marriage as long as that wife also wasn't right. married. Uh, you I say allowed as in culture kind of went, yeah, all right, yeah, that's allowed, okay. yeah. You say it's discreet. You say it's discreet. Is it like, if, if you want to keep a secret, the, the, the worst thing you can do is put pictures of the secret on the wall. Because then people are going to come in and they go, oh, what's going on here? Oh, oh there's I just, all these milfs all over the place. Oh, I, I, I just, I just really love erotic art. I mean, realistically. Don't you like it? You, 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 could, you, could, you could walk in there and it's basically a nuts magazine. There's no need spending money on your prostitution. You just look at the picture on the wall. Have a little, uh, and you're sorted, really, aren't you? I'm, I'm not convinced that was allowed. Well, I'll tell you what. <laughs> I've heard uh, when I was doing my fact-finding. In the reception area. In, in, yeah. the, in the ashes of Pompeii, one of the things that they did find was a copy of Nuts and Zoo. Well, there we go. Well, yeah, exactly. maybe loaded. Maybe this is where nuts originated. Downloaded from. onto an ancient Babylonian tablet. Yeah, maybe they realised that people entered and were already aroused, and they were like, "Look, there's no need for the actual women to be involved. Here's a magazine." Here. Uh, Con, how did you feel about Mark's play on the word tablet there? Yeah, I like well, it. It's it's a it's a throw. Well, it's a throwback to Connor's genuine misunderstanding about sixty episodes ago. Oh, jeez. Where Connor genuinely thought that a Babylonian tablet was the predecessor to the iPad. Right, time for my first fact of the show. In Brazil, a monkey ran to be president and got more than 400,000 votes. Protest votes, in it, though? Yeah, but still, it's a monkey. Well, yeah, but... It's a monkey, though. Yeah, it's like Count Binface. It's a monkey, but 400,000? In the UK, Four... for those people who don't know, it's a guy who has a bin on his face. 400,000? 400, these, these are some of my favourite types of facts. It's, it's Out like, of how many votes, though? It's like that... Um... Well, it's Brazil, so it's a lot, but still, 400,000... Well, yeah, but it's just a protest, isn't it? It's just people going, yeah, I'll vote for that. Well, you say that, but also, this is a monkey. He's, he's, the mo- he's been recognised as the most voted chimpanzee in the world. He came third in an election with 12 candidates. When he died, they had a memorial built at the zoo. His death was even reported in the new- French newspaper Le Monde. The city of Rio had official mourning for three days and the zoo's flag was flown at half-mast. And his, his skeleton is preserved... And he got 400,000 views. I'm just going to talk to the plastic phone because because I'm in the other studio. I can't get a word in edgeways. We're used to beltering on <laughs> over there in Holborn. I wondered why you just had a phone in your hand. Yeah, I, I, wanna, thought, so I thought it was worth a joke, did you? Honestly. <laughs> I'll t- I t- I tell you what kind of jokes work best on this podcast. Visual ones. Can I, so, well, well I done there, Connor. That's a great can joke, get, yeah. Can I get a word in, you two? Yeah? I love facts like this. Yeah, right, what do you want to say? No, but one sec. To be fair, mate... It, uh, that was my fact. Like, I'm uh, allowed, let's say I didn't say anything. I'm allowed, either. To, I'm allowed to monopolize my fact. Was, so let's was, not loot me on this. I was talking. Mark Look, Connor, I think it's really outrageous that you don't think you can get a word in edgeways here. 
Go for it. What's up? I love these facts. Look how depressed he is. He looks really sad. Stop it. Come on. I love these facts. It's like the three-year-old mare, isn't it? Do you remember that? In America, what, what was this? What was the this three-year-old mayor? There was a mayor that was like a kid, and he, he ended up becoming the mayor because there was like oh a, the mayor, I, yeah, 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 yeah. I love facts like this. Four hundred thousand actual individual people with a beating heart voted for a monkey to look after them. Fantastic, and it would never be in the UK, wouldn't it? Such a non-UK thing to happen. But, but as I said here. People vote for Count Binface. Yeah, but the point is, so the reason they did this in Brazil, it was set up by two comedians, uh, Cassetta and Planeta, who uh, listed him as a mayor as protest in defence of null voting. So like they're doing it as a point, whereas people over here, you know, you count Binfaces when Al Murray's the pub landlord. They're just doing it cause, for shits and geeks because they've got nothing better to do because it's been a fallow year at Edinburgh. Mm, yeah, it's true that. That is very true. You've you've kind of ended it there, haven't you? Connor, no, Connor. Twenty nineteen general election in the UK. Bear in mind that how many, like four hundred thousand out of however many, right? Sure. So, Lord Buckethead. This is in Boris Johnson's constituency. Got zero point three percent of the vote. Count Binface got another zero point one percent of the vote. I reckon that that monkey equates to only about 0.4% of the vote, so I think it does happen in the UK. He came third. Mm. Okay, maybe. Third in the whole country's elections. Okay, maybe it's about Also, 1.4%. without doing the obvious local radio thing, if you could have any animal be your mayor, what would it be? Let us know on uh, 88254 on the text number. Um, I would have a lion. Oh, of course. No one's going to disagree no imagine, with that. No, no imagination there. I love <laughs> no. the biggest animal, please. <laughs> I would have a... Actually, no, I, I take it back. I'll have a giraffe. I'd probably go for something like overseen. a... Yeah, good at overseeing. Like a, like a meerkat. Like a meerkat. Mm. Why? Because they've always, always got a lookout. I, I, I like... I like them as well, so they're enjoy. Like for example, Boris Johnson, great example. When that guy's speaking, you just look, and the only thing you're thinking about is look at this guy's hair. Look at his suit; he looks dreadful. Whereas at the meerkat, you look and you think, oh, they're really cute. You know, we can we can listen to these. You're engaged with it. Got a bit of style. I'm thinking because currently in politics, there's like you don't put any precedence. You don't put any focus on how intelligent someone is so i'd like the, the dolphin because of two reasons dolphins are meant to have a very big brain and they're bloody cute creatures they're also mean and nasty so i'm, yeah, going, I'm going for a dolphin but, yeah but then every, suddenly right you've got the dolphin as the mayor you've got to entirely redo the town hall so it's got loads of water in it yeah think about it. logistics of it that's the most expensive mayor you've mm, ever had let's have a lion i'd like to see a lion please connor give us your second fact of the show the wood frog can hold its pee for up to eight months. The wood frog? The wood frog. So a little bit more on this. This, this is actually really interesting fact. I found this really interesting. Um, Hang on, can so we just... What, 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 what animal? The wood what? Frog. Frog. Okay, fine. I keep hearing fog and I'm like, that's not an animal. That's the type <laughs> yeah. of weather. The, the wood okay. weather, yeah. Um, yeah. The uh, wood frogs in Alaska have been known to hold their urine for up to eight months. Uh, so basically, they stick it out through the region's long winters before relieving themselves once temperatures increase. The urine, the urine, actually helps keep the animal alive whilst it hibernates, which is, I think, really cool. Um, with special microbes in their gut that recycle the urine's main waste into nitrogen. Now, this makes perfect sense for me. Evolution is all about staying alive and also about doing things that you know you keep doing things that make you feel good, yeah. which is why having sexy time feels great. Mm. There is almost no better feeling in the world than finally leaking when you desperately need a piss. Yeah. And I'm saying but... it makes perfect evolutionary sense for me 
it, humans are not apex predators. They're not the top of the tree anymore because I can't feel this whenever I feel. Imagine holding it for eight months and then be like, oh. Yeah, know, but, it's a long time. but on, it's a long the, long time. On, on the other side of that coin, imagine the pain of holding that for eight months. I was on a call earlier that did not finish. <laughs> Five minutes, I was there in immense pain because I needed a wee. Imagine eight months of that. You should have just said, can I go to the toilet? People would have been like, yeah, that's fine. Well, yeah, I would have done, but I was really interested by what it's was It's actually being said. really bad for you as well, isn't it, to hold your wee? It can cause like major infections, bacterial infections, apparently not for the wood frog. But this is the thing, with the, with, with, with the fact that they're holding the wee for eight months, it's actually crucial for them. It helps them immensely during hibernation it helps them with the microbes in their gut so it's actually part of who they are but that's mental isn't it we there is old people everywhere wishing that they were wood frogs (laughs) yeah because they have to get up in the middle of the night to go pee whereas these guys can just sleep through doesn't matter it's been eight months i'll sleep it'll be great yeah i'll tell you what it's not it's not just old old people i'm feeling a bit Jealous myself. What, what do you reckon would happen if a wood frog, eight months in, finally going to go, and then someone plonks him in, in the toilet of a full club and everyone around is peeing and you just, fuck, I've got stage fright. I can't do that as well. Yeah. Every time. Every time. <laughs> Every single time, please. Mark, give us your second fact of the show. Humming is good for your sinuses. There we go. So if you want to be, uh, be healthier, just hum all the time. How? I mean... People will get really f- annoyed at you. What a load of absolute <laughs> <laughs> So, humming is a good way to fight off sinus infections because it keeps air flowing steadily between your nasal cavities and your sinuses. So, if you get a lot of stuffy noses, if you get sinus infections, just hum all the time. Or if you just want to annoy someone, hum and claim it's for your sinuses. It really is, it really is a bad fact, that, isn't it? We'll go back to the thing where you can't hum with your... Uh, like while you holding you your nose. Yeah, you can't hum while holding your nose, it's true. That is bottom mm. of the barrel, that, isn't it? I mean, it's mm. like the humming with the nose, yeah. That is really rolling at the bottom of a sludgy, dirty barrel. That, that one, was an interesting... No, uh, hum while holding your nose is quite interesting. No, do you yeah. know what? I'm really happy, Mark. This isn't on Mark. This is a good fact as, as opposed to shit. This isn't on Mark. This is just, come on, what a load of shit. Humming actually stops you from getting a sinus infection. Like, really? We believe in that? So, basically, people have found... Science has found that humming results have. in a 15-fold increase in nasal nitric oxide in the airflow. Right, strap yourself in. basically means that you don't get as many sinus infections. Strap yourself in, all right? I mean, you strap yourself in, but that's it. Yeah, strap yourself in. There's a rant. I'm I'm really starting to get a little bit sick of this, and I'm finding this How are you ranting about this? This is what you're ranting about. Of all the things, you're ranting about the fact that humming can help clear your sinuses. No, if you let me finish, you'll hear that I'm not actually ranting about that. I'm ranting about this scientists found out. Every single thing you look at. Oh, scientists done at Oxford University actually done a little experiment and they found... No, they didn't. It's a load of... It's put in a sentence. Humming don't help your sinuses. I tell you What do you think scientists do all day? Do they just sit around going, does gravity still exist? Yeah, gravity exists. That's good. No, no, no. I believe scientists are working on things. I just believe things like this, they just put put that into the sentence to make it a little bit oomphy. So, no, no, no. So, So not only is this their job, but the reason you're hearing about it is because they've studied it you're not just hit reading random things on the internet and someone's gone oh scientists found this out the reason like sci- there are thousands hundred millions of scientists all around the world that are just doing random stuff all the time of course they're finding out like this yeah it sounds like a really really sad life right for my second fact of the podcast what's your favorite rod stewart song Connor? mate i don't know a rod stewart song oh, oh come on you uh maggie may maggie may is the greatest song 
Yeah. Wake up, Maggie. I think I got something to say to you. Right, so yeah, banger, banger. There's this a remix interesting... to that one. House track is sick. Oh, oh, Why can't people just let things lie? This is a I mean, a fact. It's just a, an interesting story. Elton... No, no, that, that's it. That's it. He was. That's the best song. That is the fact. <laughs> yeah, was that the fact? Into <laughs> the ad break. Um, yeah, first cut is the deepest. It's quite good as well. Yeah. Elton John once had First a blimp. Is a there you go. Yeah. Baby, I know. Ed's, uh, Elton John once had Rod Stewart's face shot down over London. Sorry, what? Say that all again. This sounds incredible. Elton John once had a blimp of Rod Stewart's face shot down over London. Like, Elton John sounds beautifully madcap back in the day, just like doing whatever he wanted, you know, loads of money, probably on quite a lot of drugs, but just like did anything with his money. If, I'm, if I've got loads of money... I want to balance it quite nicely between trying to save the world and also doing absolutely mental shit as much as I can. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Elton John woke up one day in London where he was staying, opened the window, saw Rod Stewart's face on a blimp over Earl's Court where he was due to play a show. So he went and got his mate, well, got his manager to shoot it down. The blimp fell onto a bus and it was driven all around London. And then Rod Stewart was very, very pissed off and said, where's my fucking balloon gone? Wasn't you, was it? You cow, you bitch. Those were his actual words. Now, it's not a fact fact. It's just an interesting story. And I like showbiz stories about people with loads of money. I really enjoy that they didn't go, maybe let's see if we can get that taken down somehow. They went, no, shoot it. Well, this is the thing. Like, imagine that happening today. Imagine, but there's so many people below. Shoot it. Imagine, like, yeah, like, imagine that happening today. I don't know. Bieber shoots down a blimp of BTS in the middle of London. Like, imagine the absolute out- outrage and uproar that would cause. Devastation. Everything closed. Yeah, everything closed. Cancel culture. They would be like, flying on Twitter, wouldn't they? Can can't you imagine it? now, can you? And also, Honestly. like, there's there's stories about people in radio, like when they wanted to advertise their radio station, they would pay for it to be on the side of a bus, and then they'd pay that bus to break down in Piccadilly Circus. Imagine that happening today. It would never happen, and I love that. Yeah. I love it too. And I love the fact that it involves Elton John. I think if you look back to anything in the world of showbiz, nonsense, crazy stories like that, I would say anything from, I mean, when was Elton John? Was he late 70s? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, kind of 70s through. Yeah, anything no, early from 70s late, through, se- yeah. early 70s through to whenever. It's got probably got Elton John involved somehow, hasn't it? I, I can imagine he was a bit of a, a, bit of a wild one. I have two questions. Sure. One follows on go. from the other. Mm-hmm. What did he shoot it down with? Uh, Spud gun, uh, just a, just a gun. Okay. Gun. Second question: Why did he have a gun? Well, because I mean, come on. This is I it. mean, yeah, right. Why wouldn't you in central London just carry a gun round that you can shoot a blimp down with? But this is, I, I would say, if you, I think if you're out and join, you can find someone that can do that. Yeah. Yeah, but that, this is my point. It's not even like they went, well, what's the easiest solution right now? Shoot it down. They they still had to go and get a gun to shoot it down. The funniest things bother Mark, don't they? So it's not like they, you know, at that point, the amount of effort they put into that, they could have just got it moved or taken down something. Apparently Rod got, got him back as well because they, Elton John came back a year later and went to go and see his banner that was promoting his gig and Rod Stewart cut it down. Big, big wow. fan of that. Also, the funny He'd thing, actually shot it down. The, the funny thing is, if you look at pictures of Elton John... Before mm. he became like mega mega famous, you like if you went to school with that kid, you'd be like, "There's no way he's making it." Look at this bald yeah. kid. Yeah, there's Look no way he's kid. getting to the top. Yeah, I've uh, seen the old photos as well. I'm I'm on board with that. I like this hope. fact. This is fun. I have an image in my head of the era that this happened and it taking place, and I'm enjoying every minute of it right now. That's what I'm saying. You could just get away with anything. There's mm. hope for all of us. If you like this podcast, then why not check out one of our other amazing Create Podcasts? 
If you just want a good laugh, then check out The Weekly Roast. Listen, listen, bitch. Oh, listen, make, make, bitch. make an entrance. I'm a week off sugar. Bill is uh, I, will, I will fly <laughs> to the UK and I will cut you both <laughs> For the more cultured ones among you, join Laura Wright for music in my life. <laughs> yeah. yeah, let's go. <laughs> I'm so glad no one can see me right now because I'm doing. I was doing some weird dance moves. You head back and then, yeah. <laughs> Prefer a deep chat? Connie's got you covered on How Are You, the Wellbeing Podcast. I just became a lot more productive and happier, mm-hmm. and for me, like that's just worth it. The Weekly Roast, music in my life, and how are you? Just three more podcasts to feast your ears on. Find them wherever you found this podcast. Very quickly before we move on, have you heard the new episode of Connor Explains? It came out a few days ago. I have. This was cryptocurrency. Um, I have not listened to it yet. And mm. as you know, I'm I am diligent at listening. But apparently they've done some funny Yeah. Bit. Yeah. You can elaborate. No, I, I think you should just go listen to it yourself. Although any point that you start talking and it gets boring, just be prepared to listen to music instead. Did I waffle? Eh, there was some waffling involved. Oh, jeez. Thankfully know. for you, the listener, you don't hear a waffle. You hear it slowly fade out, bit of a yawn, some music, and then it slowly fades back in. Basically, you hear what I imagine Connor's head is like all the time. Where you start talking and he just starts singing along to some Elton John. See, I don't remember. I don't remember waffling that much. I, it was a short episode. I remember had a, had a little chat about something that I, I don't care about, but apparently I care so much that it's been faded out. You do waffle. Do I, do I waffle? Yeah. Hmm, not Which in is a why you be a good though. Toastmaster. Not in a I think bad we, way. Mark, I think we all waffle. Mark's, Mark's an interrupter. You're a waffler. I think you waffle a little bit, Connor, in, in some in some things. Yeah, I waffle. It's good to waffle. Good oh, to I waffle. Know. I like, I like but, being a waffler. I'd rather be I, a waffler than a mark. I'll tell you that now. I, t- I tell you something. I'm glad that you told me that because if I had listened to it and I heard that, I'd be fuming. So no, I, now, yeah. I don't, I, now I don't need to listen to it. So yeah. that's fine. Mark, Mark's the passionate one. He, Whenever Mark comes in, he's like, yeah, yeah, but, uh, yeah, it's, you know, it's usually about blimps and now they got shot out the sky. There's a lot of emotion that goes on in my body during yeah. the baffled. Uh, you can get in touch with the show, by the way. Uh, I'd love to hear from you. It's info at baffledpod.com. Uh, yeah, and you can give us a follow on Instagram and TikTok as well. We're at baffledpod there. Always want to hear from you. Kind of give us your last fact of the show. Right, well, following on from the fact that Mark sometimes gets very passionate, brace yourself because he's about to lose it on this one. Oh, bring it on. The English word with the most definitions is set. I can buy into that. You've got the same yeah. amount of letters, though. So according to the Guinness How World Record... How are you spelling set? Well, you could spell it S-E-double-T. Yeah, true. You wouldn't, but you could. Well, it's just S-E-T, right? Yeah. Um, it's got the largest number of meanings with 430 different senses what? listed. Yeah. I yeah, could have named you seven. 430? Yeah, a few examples for you. Get um, a new word. The act or action of setting to set. The condition of being hang on, set. Hang on. Can we just pause there a second? I'd like, we'll, yeah. we'll get back to these. That is the worst definition of a word ever. Set. The act of setting. Oh, that, that's, that's not a definition. Thing is, though, very quickly, how do you define, like, trying to define some words is mental. Like, trying to define but or to or and or the... Mm. Impossible. So we've got set the act of setting, the act to set something in concrete. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. I've only got one other one. Uh, the condition of being set. Once again, come on. Mm. Like you, can't, you can't explain a word by using that word. How many definitions are there? 430. How, how, how? 
Do you know get, what, Mark, get another honestly. word. Yeah, get the, what at that point? Just get another word. It's as if they just went, right, let's just uh, make some words for something. He, and the guy just went on board today. The answer to everything here is set. He does need to calm down, doesn't time, he, Colin? I think it's time for Mark to write an email to the Guinness World Record HR department and seriously get on, on the case of this one. He does, need, he does need to calm down. I mean, he, four, he, no, 430 words for set. Can we can we start using other words? Yeah, I can't. I've got no interest in trying to think of those words, though. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're pretty well set, to be honest, aren't they? That's the problem. They're, they're, yeah. they're a set of them. See what I did there? Yeah. There's a set of them, and you have, you have to follow the set. Yeah. Tennis set. It's yeah. another type of set. Yeah. Connie, you got any, any, any set puns? No. Not even a pun. Absolutely no set Just the words set in a sentence. Yeah, yeah no. Right, all right. Um, Ready, set, go. Let's move on to the next one. I'm trying <laughs> yeah. to think of one. I want a pun. I want I to know. say one that will be funny, but no, I don't. I don't know. Settle yourself down and then let us know. Oh, there we go. Mark, give us your last fact of the show. Hippos produce a natural skin moisturiser and sunblock. There you go. Set you off well there. What is it? So, uh, hippopotamuses spend their days under the blazing hot sun, which means their skin could burn really easily, like me, because I'm ginger. However, hippos produce an oily substance that acts as both a natural moisturiser and sunblock. The secretion known as hippo sweat basically contains microscopic structures that scatter light and protect them from getting burnt. I'm not going to lie to you, I'm a little bit jealous. I want to say, I think mm. two animal facts is too many facts. Two, man- two is too many animal facts, I want to say. <laughs> right. I've what, only got one animal on? fact. <laughs> Connor had the wood, wood frog one. Well, yeah, I didn't know that was coming, did I? No, maybe we what should. What factor? Play. What factor are they generating, Mark? Uh, factor hippo. It's a special type of factor. What's the SPF? What's the SPF of hippo sweat? Did he did he just answer the question with factor hippo? Did, that, did <laughs> I just hear that correctly? <laughs> yes, yes, I did. I'll be honest. It's not my strongest work. <laughs> not my strongest <laughs> work at all. <laughs> wow. I mean, they really, it really sometimes does come to a point, doesn't it, where you have, you have to just call it a day. Back to hippo. What the? F- He's at the ripe age of twenty nine, are you, Mark? Oh, depressingly, yeah. You, you would think that yeah. most people. You feel like I should be able to do better than that. You think most people Fact when that came hippo. into when that came into their head, they think you know what? Well, it's not. It's not worth saying. Fact what have I done? Hippo, that? Is, that a, is that a joke or yeah, is that just yeah, two words I've put together? Here's the issue. We've spoken about Fact this in the past. <laughs> I don't have a filter between my brain and my mouth. It just if comes there, out. If ever there was a like a graph where you just see when people tune in and tune out, there will just be a serious dip the minute. It's going to be one of those. It's going to be like factor hippo. Yeah, f- this bang out. Hundreds Dumb. of I, hundreds of phones break everywhere because people are rampantly pressing skip thirty, skip thirty, skip thirty as soon as he goes back to hippo. I'm I'm just waiting. I'm just in my mind. I'm thinking about all these people that listen to baffled that are going to a gathering around their friend's house and maybe. You know, they're talking about podcasts. Yeah, I was listening to the one the other day. This dickhead come out with factor hippo. <laughs> <laughs> Oi, um, whoever, I can't even defend myself. Whoever's editing this and made me look like an absolute chump in the last one, please go to town with factor hippo. Fade it out. You know, <laughs> yeah. Snoring sounds, waiting music, dead air, tumbleweed, whatever you can. That's fine. You just wait till you walk into your local shop and there's just factor hippo right there on the front. I, I tell you what, I have recently fallen in love with sun cream. I got very burned recently, and every opportunity I get, I lather it on. I'm so annoyed at myself that I didn't, that I got so burned, and I hated the feeling. You know, suddenly I'm at an age where I get burned and it f***ing hurts. So I'm st- I am love the smell of sun cream. I'm, all I'm with you. It. I like the smell of sun cream. You're ginger. Well, yeah, yeah exactly. I like, I like I've grown up of, with it. I the love smell of the safety. smell of 
Pisbuin. Hey, Connor, what's your favourite type of sun cream? Is it Nivea? Is it Pisbuin? Or, or is, is it, it Hippo? <laughs> it's really bad. Like, oh, like, it's been a long like, week. It's been a long gen- week. Genuinely, Mark, like that is shockingly bad. <laughs> oh, like yeah. you need to. You need to you need to you need to leave this recording and seriously. I'm, I'm just retreat. yeah. You guys Check do in. the final fact between you because I'll be honest, I'm out. I'm do you done. Know what, right? I'm I know done. We, uh, we're hanging we're hanging around this for quite a long while, but I, I do think idea, it's important. The I'm idea just... that he said it. The idea that he thought, oh, this would be a good one. Can I? Can I just say, and we need we need to we need to hang around on this a minute, but I can categorically tell you now that that is without doubt the most shocking thing Baffled has ever produced. Fact to hippo. <laughs> yeah, fact it's to f-ing hippo. <laughs> we um if we ever do a live show in an outdoor theatre, I'm giving out free samples of facts. Mate, yeah. if Listen, we were if we were get mate, if we were getting anywhere close to a live hippo. show, if mm. we were getting anywhere close to a live show, I'm telling you now, after fact to hippo, we're literally on probably zero <laughs> yeah. listeners right now. Yeah. No one's yeah. even yeah. here anymore. People are gone. People are gone. Yeah. Right, time for the last fact of the show. Every ocean going cruise ship has a morgue on it. Right. Has a morgue. So if you're on a cruise ship a at sea, I mean, it's got a morgue, it's fairness, got body bags, and it's even got a police station. Makes sense. Makes sense. Well, think of the think of the a uh, lot of people on cruises. They're on sea for quite a bit of time, and, and they're all old. They're all old. They're all you know hot. They're all maybe frisky. They're all drinking. The fact they got um a uh, police station is pretty cool. I mean, I'd rather they had a morgue than just chucked them off the side. Yeah, and so quite a few people a year. Um, ninety-one people died on cruise ships within the space of three years at one that pull, that pulled into one port i thought there'd be a lot more but then that's, mm. that's pulling into one port though you know how they could have stayed alive under that blazing sun back to hippo <laughs> you gotta stick that on yeah. Connor, protects anything? you from, from everything Connor, you got anything no i'm just sitting here right now digesting facts this is the thing when something like that happens you've lost me it's good that it happened at the end because I'm, I, I can't wrap my head around where it comes from. It's wonderful, Mark. It really is wonderful. So he took, so he took, so he took two words and he thought... It rolled off the tongue. It rolled sound off the tongue good so naturally. Like, the fact that, that that shockingness comes off the tongue without even any thought is wonderful. The thing is, came off with a bit of pride in my voice, I'm not going to lie. I went, huh? Fact of hippo. And then, I'm thinking, I'm immediate regret. Immediate I'm thinking, regret. I'm thinking, this is brilliant, you know, like... He's talking about the fact that hippos generate their own sun cream. Fantastic. I'm like, you know, this is brilliant. What factor? What a great avenue to go down. I'm waiting for it. And then he comes out with it. I'm I, like, have co- I have completely forgotten the actual fact. Like, I've actually forgotten. It's, it's like my brain has skipped. My brain has done the skip 30 on Apple Podcasts. Like, I've completely yeah. forgotten it. They just chuck mud over themselves or something? No, it's, <laughs> it's uh, hippo sweat. Right, okay. Yeah. Keep that up. Well, there we go. It's a brand new episode of Baffled Done. Thank you very much for listening. What have we learned? Rock stars had way more fun in the 70s. Uh, wood frogs, I'm jealous. They get the best pee feeling ever. And, ah, oh, something about Fat Hippo, I don't know. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Give us a follow on Instagram and TikTok. We are at Baffled Pod, both places there. You can also get in touch with the show. It is info at baffledpod.com. We will see you Friday for another Connor Explains Maybe he can explain how we have dropped so low. Say goodbye, Connor. See you later. Say goodbye, Mark. Goodbye. Okay, fine. And I will see you Friday as well. I'm off into the sun. Bye.